بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على إمامنا وقدوتنا محمد بن عبد الله وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا إلى يوم الدين أما بعد اللهم لا علم لنا إلا ما علمتنا إنك أنت العلم الحكيم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما وعملا يا كريم اللهم إنا نعوذ بك من علم لا ينفع ومن قلب لا يخشع ومن نفس لا تشبع ومن عين لا تدمع ومن دعاء لا يسمع رب يسر ولا تعسر وتمم بالخير وبك نستعين My dear brothers and sisters in Islam Salamullahi alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh All praises belong to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala We Praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and we seek Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's assistance and we seek His guidance subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala from the evils of our souls and the adverse consequences of our deeds. Whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decrees guidance upon the none can misguide that person. And whomsoever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala decrees misguidance upon the none can guide him. And peace and salutations be upon the final messenger Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. My dear brothers and sisters, it's always exciting coming down to the southwest to see you all. I was just telling our brothers here that there's definitely some new faces. I suppose that's the norm with this particular city, which I thought was a town for some reason. And... MashaAllah, it's always exciting and it's good to see the progress and indeed there is progress, no doubt. I recall vividly my trip here last year, which I was informed as I told you at the Jumu'ah, was exactly one year ago, subhanAllah. And I actually came in all the way from another small place, but it's called a town, Blackburn, up north. And we drove all the way, I remember the brothers came to pick me up and we drove all the way in one night down to this part of the world. I didn't know this island was so big, even though, you know, we spent the initial years of our life here in the UK. But it was a short trip the last time. I did a Jumu'ah and a night talk and had several meetings with some of the brothers in this particular community. And it was with the ideology of encouraging change. And alhamdulillah, that change has happened and I'm sure many of you have seen it. And it, I was delighted to get a follow-up invite for this particular year and for this particular event called Making Our Mark, which is a series of one of four talks beginning with uh, our talk today. From the outset, I express my gratitude to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for indeed it is with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's blessings that programs like this come about. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to reward his slaves, he inspires them to do those acts that are worthy of rewards. And this is the reality. And that is why, as we said in the Jumu'ah, Alhamdulillah, الذي هدانا لهذا وما كنا لنهتدي لولا أن هدانا الله We praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in every circumstance for all the goodness that comes to us is from or because of the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon us. It's not from ourselves. When we leave our homes and we see a poor person begging and we choose to put our hand in our pocket and share something with this poor person, it's not because you entirely wanted to do so. Rather, it was because you were inspired to do so. 
you were inspired to do so. On that day when you shared some of the wealth which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala blessed you with, it was because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inspired you to do so because Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wanted to make your jannah more beautiful for you and wanted to give you more rewards. So you were inspired to do those good deeds. And to understand this point, think about how many times you passed an impoverished person but did not share some of your wealth with him. Or how many times you wanted to give charity but that poor person who normally is there was not there on that particular day. Subhanallah. You had the money, you wanted to, but on that day that person wasn't there. Subhanallah. So, or think about how easy it is to observe dhikr, but how many of us actually observe it. It doesn't cost us anything to remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But how many of us engage in it? Sometimes we find ourselves, wal'iyadhu billah, humming a particular tune instead of remembering Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with the many adhkar taught to us by Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So it's about tawfiq. It's about guidance from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala inspires and guides and this gathering is from one of them. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make this gathering one which is beloved to Him, one which is forgiven upon its departure. And a gathering that is gathered together many many times in this world, as well as under the arsh of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala on the day of Qiyamah, and inshallah in Jannah. Amin. I also want to express my gratitude to Idea Investment, MashaAllah, Islamic Development, to encourage action, investment. It's not a financial company, it's a reality, right? And we shared this last year with each other, that our life in this world is about investing and not about sacrificing. We, we want to shift our paradigms, because whenever we give something for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala multiplies it for us, Right? فَيُضَاعِفَهُ لَهُ أَضْعَافًا كَثِيرًا As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, it's multiplied. Allah doesn't need us, need our assistance or wealth or worship. Allah doesn't become majestic because we observe sujood. And He doesn't lose His majesty if we refrain from observing sujood. He is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, رَبُّ الْعِزَّةِ وَالْجَلَالِ الْوَاحِدُ الْقَهَّارِ Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whether we worship Him or we don't, He is with all His majesty. He is with all His majesty. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, when we share something of our resources, our time and our wealth, for His sake, He multiplies it for us. So it's always an investment. It's always an investment. Inshallah, we'll talk more about that. So uh, gratitude to our brothers from IDEA for their invite and to you all for your attendance and inshallah for lending your attentive ear. Before moving on, and this is a norm with all my talks, and it's important because we were not sent except to worship one Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. It is always important that we remind each other towards the purification of our intentions. That we're not here for entertainment. Nor are we here to spend our Friday evening because there's nothing better to do. Yes, this is noble that we've come out of our homes to listen to some things from the inheritance left behind by Muhammad ibn Abdullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. But the essence behind everything we do, every single thing should be the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The leaving of our home should be for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Everything else that comes about is a byproduct of the purpose of us being here. 
So the ends should be pleasing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and worshipping one Allah and intending one Allah. And the means to that for a gathering such as ours would be through education or through a particular lecture or seminar. That would be the means. It's a means to an end. Learning is not the end in and of itself. It's a means to an end. A more nobler end. What is that end? Tawheed. And the unity of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and purity of our intentions that nothing we do is done except for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So let's purify our intentions so that we gain maximum from this great gathering that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prepared for us. O servants of Allah and O children of Adam, the topic for today is a lofty one. I'm not sure if it's up here somewhere. But the first topic of this series is titled The Vision. And having a vision. And indeed this is a very lofty topic. And inshallah I pray that during the course of our discussion we'll understand how lofty this topic is. But this topic cannot be appreciated unless we traverse together taking an introduction. Taking an introduction. And the introduction that I want to share with you is as follows. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala created us and everything in existence. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala was the creator before He created. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala did not need to create to hold the title of creator. Subhanahu wa ta'ala. And us as a creation happened without doubt based on a purpose and reason and wisdom. And this has to be a fact that we fathom and comprehend. This is because it's common sense. Today anybody who does something without a reason, we rebuke that person. He's not somebody considered praiseworthy amidst us. Is that not so? Right or wrong? Right. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only does that which is praiseworthy. So us being here and existing and being created by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala definitely has a purpose and reason behind this actuality and reality. Behind this actuality and reality. Nobody gets into their vehicle in the morning except for a reason. Nobody has breakfast or lunch or dinner every day except for a reason. It's not an ends in and of itself. There's a reason behind doing it. Right? Nobody fasts the month of Ramadan. And we just covered the month of Ramadan. Except for a reason. Nobody came to this talk today except that there was a reason behind them coming. If you just came for the sake of it, you would be rebuked. There has to be a reason behind us coming here. Everything we do has a reason. And if that is the reality with us, then it's even more so with that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does. This concept of a purpose existing behind everything is a sunnah from the sunnah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This, this concept is an established way from the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We know that we have universal laws in terms of life and gravity and so on and so forth that the scientists explain to us as they explore the creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
And just as those laws exist on the creative level, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has settled, established laws. They are the laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This concept of a purpose existing behind everything that is done is from the established laws of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَلَن تَجِدَ لِسُنَّةِ اللَّهِ تَحْوِيلًا وَلَن تَجِدَ لِسُنَّةِ اللَّهِ تَبْدِيلًا You will not find change to these laws or a substitution to these laws. These are laws that are established and will stay. My dear brothers and sisters, my dear mothers and fathers, today when we look at the world around us and we see the difficulties, right? I'm not mentioning this to bring us into reactionary modes or to speak about it from a negative standing. I'm speaking about it as a fact. When we look at the world at large, especially in the last few months and perhaps the last decade or perhaps a little bit longer, there's no doubt that we see Islam being targeted in almost every arena. It's being targeted. And when we sort of delve into these matters and contemplate over it, there's no doubt that it has an effect on us because we are part of a global community. Islam is not a concept of me, myself and I. We are one family. So there's no doubt that we feel this concern. But what we have to understand, brothers and sisters, is that we should never forget that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is upon all able. And this is a fact. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can cause Islam to cover the globe in just one statement. And that is kun and be. And it will happen. But Allah has chosen not to give this instruction and cause Islam to cover the globe in this way. The ease of the sufferings that we find now can happen in one instance. Don't think for one moment Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is unaware. And don't think for one moment that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not capable. Billah. We should never lose hope in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. For He is upon all able. Allahu Akbar. But this breeds another question. And remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, لا يعجزه شيء في الأرض ولا في السماء There's nothing that can impede the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the instruction of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the command of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, His wish and desire, nothing can impede it. So it's not a case that things are happening against the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rather it is with the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But for you and me, brothers and sisters, if we tread the track of following the sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and following the ways of the prophets that came before him sallallahu alayhi wasallam, and looking at his teachings and the noble inheritance that he left for us to learn from, if we ponder over this, we see that these are not obstacles, rather they are opportunities. These are not obstacles, rather they are opportunities. They are opportunities to worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in a way that others before us could not. In a way that those who have not experienced what we're experiencing now could have. This experience brings about 
a new way of worshipping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Subhanallah, did we think about it in this way? These are hidden wisdoms. When Yusuf alayhi salam was taken as a young boy from his father's home by his brothers, the most trustworthy to him, and thrown as a young boy into the bottom of a well and left for dead. When this happened to him, with us, with our limited wisdom, at that point we would have stood up and screamed negative, injustice, a very bad thing. And yes, at that moment in time, it was all those things. But when we fast forward the story, 40, 50 years plus, and now he's sitting as the minister in Egypt, and looking after the affairs during the famine and drought. And not only of Egypt, he did it so well, that even people in Palestine could benefit from the food gathered and stored in Egypt, during the years under the leadership of Yusuf alayhi salam. When we fast forward the story and look at that, and we say, hold on a second here. For him to have attained this particular post, it had to have started with him being abducted from his home and thrown into the well. Subhanallah. Because him being in the well at that time was the reason why the caravan that was heading towards Egypt found him and took him as a slave and sold him in Egypt. And it was at that time that the minister in Egypt was looking for a slave. And his eye caught Yusuf alayhi salam with the permission of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And took this boy in. And Yusuf alayhi salam living upon the proactive nature of his father's upbringing, learned the tools of the trade from this minister. As some of the scholars of history say, he took over his post actually. Subhanallah. Right? And so on and so forth. And we tie the events together until the king has a dream. And he's looking for someone to interpret this dream. And... Yusuf had to have been in the prison and interpreted the dream of one of the inmates who went to work for the king. For him to tell the king, I know someone who can solve your dilemma. Subhanallah, look how events tie one to the next. Right? The wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is vast. The wisdom of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is vast. The essence behind all these brothers and sisters that I want to get to before I move on into the core is the concept of action. Action. 